0: Welcome to the podcast for Smart Christian Single Mothers. I am Marilyn Dawson, the Solo Mom Agape Resource Tactician, and I am here to share tips, hacks, ideas, solutions, perspective shifts, and more related to finding moments of peace in your daily schedule and making life a little more affordable. Each week's podcast will generally be 10 minutes long or less, frequently as short as 2-5 to minutes. Let's dive in. Today, I wanna talk a bit about how we feel and how that affects how we look at our provision. I'm gonna start by reading a passage of scripture here. This is from Philippians chapter four, verses 10 to 20. You may recognize a couple of verses in here and I'm reading them in context on purpose because many times they get applied to uh, many other things that don't relate to this passage. Starting at verse 10. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly That now at the last your care of me hath flourished again, wherein ye were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. Now that I speak in respect, sorry, not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned, in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Notwithstanding ye have, done, you have well done, that ye did communicate with my affliction. Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving or receiving, but ye only. For even in Thessalonica ye sent once and again unto my necessity, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. But I have all and abound. I am full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well pleasing to God. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now unto God and our Father be glory for ever and ever. Amen. This passage says several things. First, it talks about uh, being content whether you have much or whether you have little. It is thoroughly possible, and many people in developing countries already know this fact, but people in first world nations really have a hard time with it, that you don't need much in order to be cheerful, to be generous, to help others around you. The church at Philippi wasn't overly rich. They did have some wealthy people there, but they weren't made of a wealthy congregation necessarily, and They gave when they heard of Paul's need. In fact, they inquired if he had any needs, and he commends them for that in this passage. Uh, We hear the phrase, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me, and this is in direct relation to what he's just been talking about regarding when he has uh, plenty and when he has very little. We need to remember that God is our strength too, and that God gives us the ability to appreciate the little that we have, and to appreciate when we have much. When we have little, we can be tempted to be envious of others who have much, and envy is a sin. It's okay to want to improve your life. It's okay to want to reach out and uh, put the time and effort in to uh, do more and to be more for yourself and your family. That's not a problem. God uh, encourages us to grow into the potential He's given us, and He's given every single one of us a great deal of potential. And this potential is in the ways of uh, the gifts and the talents He's given us, and those gifts and talents position us not just to be of benefit to people outside the home, but also to those in our own home. In fact, we're supposed to minister to our own home first, and from there reach out to others around us. Uh, God has harsh words to say about those in Proverbs who do not tend to house and home first before they reach out to others. So this is a biblical concept as well. So you are not called to be envious of others around you. Instead, you are to look at what God has given you. There is a phrase that you might hear from time to time, and if you haven't heard it yet, let me be the first to share it. What is in your hand? You may not think you have much in your hand, but what is in your hand? What has God placed in your hand in the way of talents, skills, abilities, desires, dreams, focuses, and then physically, what has he placed in your hand? What kind of a home do you live in? What do you drive? What do you wear? What do you have in the fridge? If you have too much in the fridge for you and your family to eat, that means God gave you enough for yourselves as well as to give to someone else. Give to someone else. If you don't know who to give to, Give to your local food bank or give to your church's free store if they have one. Make sure that you, you pass on the blessings. Hoarders are not appreciated in the kingdom of God. And uh, Christ tells the parable of the man who was a grain farmer and he was building silos. And he said to himself one night that he was going to build the biggest silo yet and it was going to store all his riches And he went to bed prouder than punch at the plans he had made. And Christ said that night that man's life would be required of him, meaning he was being called home and home was not here on earth and laid waste. We do not want the riches God has given us to be laid waste. We want to be able to put into other people's hands what God has put into our hands. So if he's given you too much, share with someone. Um, Christ talks about, uh, if you have two coats, give to one who has none. If you have uh, two pairs of shoes, give to someone who has none. I'm sure you've probably seen, if you've been around the internet any length of time, about the story of the policeman in New York who happened to cross a, a shoeless a homeless person on the street. And so right there off the side of Times Square, he took off his own shoes and gave them to the homeless man, and the guy was in tears. This is what you are called to do. And as Paul has said, you can be contented with the little that God has given you. And in fact, if you're not contented with what God has given you, it's very likely he won't give you more. Until you learn how to live with the little he has provided and how to do so cheerfully, you won't be able to be cheerful or wise with the more that God has planned for you. So you want to keep that in mind as well. Now, it's important also that, you know, in pointing out what the Church of Philippi was doing, Paul commended them. They weren't just looking after their own needs. They were looking after his as well, and, God, and Paul prayed God's blessings down upon them for that. When you give to others out of your little that you have, you allow God to bless you further. And these blessings may not always be monetary, My kids and I have many stories of how reaching out to bless others did come back to bless us, but not in ways that we could count in cash. This goes against the prosperity gospel and the preaching out there and the teaching that says that God's abundance comes to you in your bank account. That will be for those that He has blessed with financial gain, but it won't be for everybody. God's idea of blessing you and God's idea of providing for you will look different from the next person beside you. So don't look at what they are getting. Don't look at what they are receiving. Look at what God is giving you. Be happy and be grateful for what he is giving you. If you don't make it a habit already, I encourage you to copy what we do around our table at dinner time. We pray for the food. We thank the Lord for the food. And then we thank the Lord for one or two other things as well. And when we have a spiritual attack happening around the house, we double down on that Thanksgiving, because gratitude is a weapon. Worship is a weapon, and when you are thanking the Lord for things, you are engaging in an act of worship. And where worship is happening, the enemy can't handle it. He takes off running. So an attitude of gratitude is extremely important. God appreciates it when we say thank you. There's the story when Christ healed the ten lepers and only one returned. God appreciates thanksgiving. He appreciates gratitude. He created us in his image. So imagine how you feel when someone really appreciates what you've done for them or when someone really appreciates what you gave them. Now multiply that a hundredfold. God appreciates uh, when we show him gratitude as well. So your needs may be small right now. They may not be where you want them to be but be grateful for them right now. Show God your gratitude, and if at all possible, look at what's in your hand and how you can bless someone else with it. This is part of the concept behind tithing. When we trust God with what is in our hand, and when we give back a portion of what is in our hand, He will bless us for doing that. So look at what you have. It may be small, but look at what you have and give to someone else. Be willing to bless others, and the more that you are willing to bless others, just watch. In time, you will look back and see how God has been blessing you. Tying that into wants versus needs, when you appreciate what you have, it isn't necessary to want more. In fact, giving of what you have will become a habit eventually. And when you understand how little you actually need to survive on, when extras come your way, you'll enjoy those, yes but sharing with others will be so much fun. So I encourage you to engage in that today. Thank you for listening today. You can also find these helpful weekly thoughts on YouTube. Search for MD and then go to the coaching playlist. In addition, if you want to chat about these ideas with other smart Christian moms, head on over to Facebook and look up the Great Thought Exchange for Smart Christian Single Moms. Be sure to answer the questions to join. Once again, Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for next week's podcast.